2: Easy to remember, so you know where to start.
1: L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com.
3: Thursday night football right here only on NFL Network. We are here for a primetime showdown in the Lone Star State. Christian McCaffrey ready to lead those Panthers to the next level. I'm liking this music. The Texans looking to show out in front of their crowd. They're in Houston where this game is being played. Panthers-Texans week three starts right here. Right here at the breakfast table tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern where you can see that game. Do not change the channel. We are here for the next three hours breaking down all of the headlines, the ins and outs ahead of week three action. It's Good Morning Football presented by Old Trapper, Beef Jerky. Live in New York City, Peter, are you also feeling... I, I
4: find right? myself salsa next to this There's person. Hey, I like your dance, good Kyle. Idea. I like
3: what you got, the back. Good idea. Yeah. Oh, oh, this? Uh-huh, That's uh-huh. a good vibe uh-huh,
5: here. Uh-huh. Going go, ahead, right. go ahead, man. It. Go ahead. This feels good. Go ahead. Go Dips ahead. Victor Cruz! <laughs> in the building. Oh
3: Kyle Brandt is here. We've got lots to talk to you guys. We're going to get right to it. It's time for Lead block! Lidler. We are going <laughs> right to NRG Stadium. Thank you, Kyle. James, welcome to the show. I'd like to see your... Can we keep that cool music
6: going, Anthony?
3: James, the Panthers are coming <laughs> off into a 2 in O situation coming into tonight. We know their defense has been lights out. What can we expect from Carolina's offense and Christian McCaffrey, Mr. 22?
7: Yeah, let's start with Christian McCaffrey. I talked to wide receiver DJ Morkay this week. He said, in four years, there's really nothing on a football field I haven't seen Christian McCaffrey go out there and be able to do. He leads the NFL in scrimmage yards through these first two games, and the Texans believe there are so few players like him in the NFL. That's why covering him and guarding him and planning for him is very difficult because they know the Panthers are going to move him around and put him in different spots, and defensive coordinator for the Texans Texans, Lovie Smith said, you got to make sure you gang tackle. You can't make any mistakes with McCaffrey. You got to make sure you're sound. You have somebody in every gap. And they didn't tackle very well against Cleveland last Sunday. That's something they want to make sure they do specifically against McCaffrey. But when Lovey Smith lifts it, all of those things, he said, you're really just trying to slow him down. You're not going to go and stop him. But what we've seen the Panthers do in these first two games is when teams focus so much on McCaffrey, they're able to do other things with their offense off of it. We've seen them operate the play action pass. Sam Darnold's doing it better than he's ever done in his NFL career. The bootlegs, different things off of that focus. So this is an offense that is centered around Christian McCaffrey, but it is tailored for the strengths of Sam Darnold so he can play fast and with instincts. One knock on it, though, they've only scored 12 of their 45 points in the second half. They've had a lull in that second frame. That is a big emphasis, I'm told, for them to fix to try to play a complete game and be the first team in the NFL to move to 3-0. And
3: maybe they won't have to even do that, seeing as how they are facing Davis Mills, a formidable opponent of course, but their defense is incredible and they've yeah. got a nice little test tonight to boost those numbers and stay number one as a total and scoring defense in the NFL through three weeks. Thank you so much James Palmer, talk to you in a bit. Carolina undefeated team. I have happened to think they're flying under the radar a bit. Of course, they're in there with Sean Payton and company and they're in the same division as Tom Brady. Uh, what are we looking to see tonight on Thursday Night Football Panthers versus Texans?
6: Mr. Christian, O's- The time has come. Uh, There's a lot of entertainment options these days. There's a lot of things to watch. Uh, watch Christian McCaffrey tonight. Just drink it in. Enjoy him for all he is worth. Um, The guy goes away and he's injured for a long time. How's he going to come back? We're not sure. He comes back and he's instantly brilliant. Instantly brilliant and maybe even better. Just watch him tonight. Watch how good he is. Watch how good he is in space. Watch how good he is in no space. I also think there's an underappreciated factor, not just for the Panthers, like Kay was saying, but for McCaffrey in general. A couple years ago, Kay and I worked the red carpet for the NFL Honors. and Christian McCaffrey that night was nominated for Offense Player of the year, and we're like, Christian, this is so cool, this is gonna be credible. And he goes, I'm not gonna win. And we go, What do you mean? He goes, I never win anything. What, what are you talking about? So, Heisman Trophy doesn't win, loses to Derrick Henry, yeah. Offensive Rookie of the Year loses to Alvin Kamara. Yeah. That night, he had a thousand and a thousand. And he loses to Michael Thomas. Yeah. He wasn't even the number one recruit and running back in his recruiting class with some guys named uh, Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon. But <laughs> Christian McCaffrey tonight gets a nationally televised game. I don't care who the quarterback is on his team or the other team, and we're not going to see him much for the rest of the year. This is the one to watch him, to appreciate him, and watch the the magic that he makes all over the field. I know many Saints of Newark has come in, and everyone's very excited about <laughs> it. This is going to be the Saint of Houston, Texas tonight, McCaffrey. Ooh. Let
4: me let me ask you, because someone said this. I forget where. I heard it somewhere, that, that he's the Mike Trout of football. What does that mean? Mike Trout is one of, call. of the best baseball players. Big numbers. Big numbers. Big and the the, the Major League Baseball been trying to make him a star like wow. Mike Trout. Just doesn't. Click. There's no like. And Mike Trout's
6: in Southern California. Yeah. We're in
4: Carolina. Five-tool
6: player. You're right here. Why,
4: why don't we talk about McCaffrey? Because of the injury, market. Like, I feel like he's in every commercial. It just doesn't feel like he's the leading voice. Now.
6: Market. Not a lot of nationally televised games, which is tonight is a showpiece for him. I'm not even uh, hyping it. Fisking said the network. Watching McCaffrey in national tells you don't get to do it much. Watch tonight.
5: Yeah, and it's different when uh, you know they're not in the playoffs as much, so you don't no. see him in the postseason. And I bet you if you got to see Christian McCaffrey in the postseason, you'd have a different.
6: He got in as a. Rookie. They lost. It was one and done. He hasn't been in
5: since. Exactly. So this is the time. But for the game, I'm looking for Sam Darnold. Can okay. he be consistent? Can he can t- obviously, Christian McCaffrey helps, you know, giving him the ball as much as possible. But he's averaging over two, 275 yards passing through the air. He's playing really consistent football. Coach Sean Ryan, I'm going to give him love again. The quarterback's coach <laughs> has got him dialed in. So it's just interesting to see, can he sustain this? We've seen you know, times at the Jets where he looks great and he looks amazing, getting the ball to that guy. Now they're wearing the same uniform in Carolina. But now, can he sustain that? And with this defense, he doesn't have to do much. It's not like they're asking him to go out there and throw for 350 and carry the team on his back. He just has to not turn the ball over, get the ball to his playmakers, Can he continue this good play that he's been uh, displaying because they could use it? And with that defense, the sky's the limit.
4: Mm. Uh, I'm going to go to the other side of the ball. I'm I'm actually really interested to see what we get from the Houston Texans. Week one, they came out and they shocked everyone by looking lights out on offense. Tyrod Taylor had those guys dialed in. Week two, they were actually beating the Browns Mm -hmm. before Taylor hurts his knee, and then he leaves the game. And then suddenly you're put into a backup situation where it was a quarterback who hadn't taken the number one Mm -hmm. reps. Short week, Career first start for Davis Mills. Let's go. Who is Davis Mills? third-round pick out of Stanford, was not one of the first five quarterbacks taken. He comes in here and already in week three on a Thursday night is starting in the NFL. Let's get to know Davis Mills. He played at Stanford last year in a COVID-shortened season. Didn't really have an opportunity to have those national games, Kyle, to be the big national name. To be up there with some of the other big name players. But go back to his high school career, and he was the number one high school recruit in the country. Rivals has all their lists. You can look at it unanimously. In a very loaded quarterback class, he was the number one guy. Now, at the end of his senior season, tears up his knee, hurts his knee. Okay. Has to redshirt at Stanford while he's rehabbing. Hurts his knee again. Only started 11 games at Stanford. 11 games. That's it. There is not a long list of Davis Mills performances. There is not a ton of tape. So when you're scouting him, you're going back to his high school days I and mean, being like, the potential of Davis Mills is great. Yet everyone at, at Houston that I talk to is like, We don't know. We'll see. Cool, calm, Mm -hmm. not going to be overwhelmed by the moment. We will see. He's a rookie making a start on national TV for the first time of his career. It'll be an interesting play out, but that's what. He might shock us. He might Mm -hmm. be awesome, and he might go back to that high school form where he was the number one guy. Mm.
3: And there's not a tougher tougher test right now, guys. In Mm. the NFL, the Panthers have 10 sacks through two Mm. weeks. That leads the NFL. It sounds like, from everything you guys are saying, uh, even even Christian McCaffrey was a bona fide star in the national football league. This is a who wants to be on the map. Who wants to take the torch of, I'm on the national stage, give Mm -hmm. me the lights, give me the microphone Mm -hmm. and let me shine. And it's that defense, too. Like, I keep talking about how they're balling out, but... Jeremy Chin, Brian Burns, Hassan Redding, J.C. Horner, rookie at a beautiful play last week. A lot of people didn't see any of this. Going, Derek Brown, another one. These are names that I do think a lot of NFL fans, casual or otherwise, are not super familiar with. What an opportunity to go out there under the bright lights of Thursday Night Football on NFL Network at 8 Mm p.m. company, woman. There you go. And ball out and really, honestly, make those numbers go up, those sack numbers. No offense to Davis Mills, but this is like licking your chops at this newbie coming in that's unheralded and unknown with that few starts even in college.
2: Yeah, I
5: actually like the short week for Davis Mills. I feel like it doesn't give him enough time, you know, a lot really? of time to really dwell and sit down and think. Mm. You got the game plan, it's game day, go out there, pin your ears back and perform. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have nothing to lose. Yeah. yeah. Just go out there, you know, put your best foot forward, prepare. That's the biggest thing. You always want to be prepared, especially as a quarterback. You want to make sure you understand what's going to be, what's happening out there and how defense are moving and shifting, mm-hmm. especially Carolina. They're going to be coming after mm-hmm. them a little bit. I
4: actually, I think the Texans are interesting because it is this rookie quarterback coming out there like, you know, babe in the woods might be the case, whatever it is. But you still have pros, right? 100%. Mark Ingram and Brandon Cooks. Playing really yeah. well. Yeah, Justin Britt. Like, there are guys who are veterans who have been in big games. Cooks has played in Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip Lindsey's back there, and he made a big play last year. Can
6: week. I say this one more thing about Davis Mills, and you won't say it yourself? If you're rolling your eyes, Davis Mills... Peter releases his mock draft <laughs> back in the spring. I'm not even kidding. And Peter puts all his energy and all his knowledge and all his research into this mock draft. Peter, you mocked him in the first yeah, round and to and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's how much people there were speaking first about
4: was first-round talk for Davis Mills. And oh, yeah. I know a lot of really, really good offensive coaches were like, uh-huh. Davis Mills is actually maybe the best one out of all of them out of this like you know second tier. Let's so, go. We'll see. We'll see. Let's go. Right. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll
3: Carolina see. Panthers defense do not be a fluke. Do not that's that's pressure right there. Do not be a fluke after Thursday night football of we'll highlights for you guys on this one tonight or tomorrow rather. We've got the game tonight at eight p.m. Eastern. And Tom pilisera joining us this morning. You guys can tweet the show at GMFB. We've been tracking injuries. Tom, good morning to you. Uh, a handful of big name quarterbacks. We've been looking at them all week long, every day getting updates. What's the latest with Tua Tunga by Iloa, let's start there.
8: Okay, the Dolphins initially believed Tua Tungavailoa was dealing with bruised ribs. X-rays at the stadium were negative. He had an MRI that didn't show any cartilage damage, but they put him through additional scans that revealed that Tua is dealing with stress fractures in those ribs. Now, this is an injury that he could play through. Coach Brian Flores said Tua wants to play through it, but he is in a lot of pain right now. They're going to protect him from himself. Jacoby Brissett gets the start on Sunday against the Raiders. Colts quarterback Carson Wentz did not practice on Wednesday. He's still rehabbing those two injured ankles. My understanding is, though, he is still pushing to play. He's out of the boot. This one could go all the way until Sunday. If Wentz can't go, could be Jacob Eason, or it could be the former Packers veteran, Brett Hundley, who's currently on the practice squad, getting the nod against the Titans. Steelers quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, dealing with a left pectoral injury, did not practice on Wednesday, but Ben never practices on Wednesdays. That'll be one to monitor the rest of the week as they get ready to face the Bengals. And finally, Raiders quarterback, Derek Carr, a full participant in practice as he deals with an ankle injury. Carr, of course, came back in that game. This past weekend led the Raiders to a big win. The ankle swelled up a bit on the plane. Doesn't seem like it's going to be any issue. He will be in the lineup against the Dolphins, Kay.
3: You know, it's a wild start to the season when Victor Cruz and I are fighting over Derek Carr for a segment on which quarterback we are absolutely <laughs> obsessed with going into week three. I let the Super Bowl champion
0: win the Wasn't round. much of a fight. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring,
3: Welcome back to Good Morning Football. Time for today's Wake Up Call, presented by Verizon. Grab your coffee, grab your phone, your device, let's go. Yesterday, we got the quarterback news many have been anticipating out of Chicago. With the latest, here's our very own Stacey Dales to set the tone.
1: Good morning, Kay. It is official. Coach Matt Nagy declaring the rookie, Justin Fields, the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. With Andy Dalton now sidelined indefinitely with the left knee bone bruise, Fields will be the starter until Dalton is able to get healthy Nagy unable to tell us if Dalton would be headed to the injured reserve, though he did not think that would be the case. Clearly, the team disappointed for Dalton, given all the work that he has put in. But there is a level of excitement surrounding fields, understanding his talent and his ability. Of course, he'll get all of the first team reps with the starters this week. Nagy telling us that they would build a game plan around him to where he feels comfortable to go out there and, quote, play fast and cut it loose. And they certainly believe he feels comfortable both inside and outside the pocket. I asked Nagy for Fields' reaction to the news. He used the word stoic to describe the reaction. Tight end Cole Komet told us that Fields has an ultimate level of confidence. And when it comes to that mobility, there's a play that's called for Fields. And then there's a second play. The scramble drill will be put to the test and alive and well at Bears practice this week. As for Fields himself... He said he feels ready for the moment. He's been preparing for this moment for a long time, and what a moment it will be as he gets ready to return to the state of Ohio where he played college football to face the Browns on Sunday. Okay? Good one. Thank you, Stacy.
3: He's... Like this. He operates like this all all times, at least the ones that I've seen. Stacy, thank you for setting the table for us. Guys, a few days ago, Chris Carter, All-of-Famer, joined our show, and he said that he did not believe Justin Fields was ready. He actually said that he advocated for him to stay in school Mm -hmm. an extra year and get some reps. A few days later, with Dalton's injury, Fields now starting. It's like an ipso facto situation. What are your realistic expectations for the rookie up against Miles Garrett & Co.?
6: Very exciting. Uh, And of course, the, the only person who's not excited is Justin Fields. Stoic. It couldn't be a more appropriate reaction. He could win the with game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. He'll be stoic. That's how this yeah. guy runs. Uh, but Matt Nagy gets to play with the toy now, and he gets to play with the, And the toy that he has is a Lamborghini, all right? The, the PT Cruiser is in the shop. You have a Lamborghini. So I think this game is almost as much about Matt Nagy and Bill Lazor than it is about Justin Fields. Please drive this thing like it's meant to be driven. Open it up. Take it on the highway. I'm fascinated by the very first play the Bears run from scrimmage, the very first series. Matt Nagy has said for years that he is a creative guy and a creative play caller let's go this is the weapon you've been waiting for this is a true story in Matt Nagy's basement or his man cave whatever he calls it it is actually physically wallpapered with his play sheets that's from real. over the years it is a real he thing saw at the draft. he sits down he plays cards and it's that's the wallpaper his play cards from the years so he has a wild amount of pride and excitement about this is how I call games this is what I do this is an unbelievable opportunity you've been waiting your whole life for. Roll them out. Called runs. Do empty the bag against Cleveland because this guy can do
5: anything you want. Let's go. I think it's a Matt Nagy game as much as a Justin Fields. Yeah, I agree. Matt Nagy better dig deep into that bag. Let's go, I coach. Justin Fields bag and dig deep and and really bring out all those attributes that we know Justin Fields can have, right? Yes, they have a good pass rush in Cleveland, so you move him around. Misdirection, boots, you know, rollouts. Make sure he's just not a sitting duck out there, and you got to put yourself in favorable down and distances, too. Third and long isn't the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in third and long situations. It doesn't allow you to dig deep in that, in that bag for you to get to those plays that you love Justin Fields for. Will you see some design runs? Yes. Will you see bootlegs? Yes. Will you see times where he's just going to have to sit back there and throw the ball? Yes, absolutely, but I think he's going to have a balanced game. I think matt nagy is going to call a balanced game Mm -hmm. now it goes down to those intangibles those decision making things that's going to tell the tale on what justin fields brings this weekend because those are what separates the good from the great is those little decisions and those key moments to get those first downs or even touchdowns in those key spots can Mm -hmm. justin fields do that and can matt nagy put him in positions to be successful that's the question
4: it's a great take both of you guys and kay you've been big big on this also it's like but can he? Like, are we ready for that? We haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. So there's all these expectations that we're going to roll the ball out and Fields is going to come out there and be the next to Sean Watson. We haven't seen that yet, either in the preseason or in his limited duty last week. Now, to his credit, he is as stoic and as ready as anyone, and he also has a full week to prepare right. now. So he's taking reps with the ones. It's not last week where it's like, ah, Andy's hurt. Go in and save us. Guess what? That Cleveland defense, if you asked me in August or before the season started, week three, Cleveland defense with Clowney and get They haven't been anything this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Chiefs went up and down the field on them. Mm-hmm. And then last week, before we got hurt, to- Rod Taylor yeah. was doing whatever he wanted against yeah. his Cleveland defense. I think Justin Fields, with a full week and a full game plan, is going to look much better than he did last week, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple trick plays, something up Nagy's sleeve. He takes a lot of pride in having a play that you haven't seen before be huh. used in a crucial moment. Mm-hmm. I think Nagy is going to have a different game plan for Fields, and it's not going to be, here's the Tecmo Bowl uh, playbook, which is which is four plays, <laughs> run left, run right, pass left, pass right. I think they're going to open it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. get
3: the opportunity to sort of design the offense around him for an entire week. What does he have to be to keep the job? win the game or just be completely undeniable or is it just you mm. know what i'm saying what does that have to look like
6: mm. yeah when i'm I, I, watching is, it
3: at what point am i going to be like oh okay this Will is well i drop. just know yeah.
6: I, th- I think it's a good question i think you'll know yeah and you might not know early i, I would say going into this game i don't know how he's going to start uh and twitter's going to jump him if he throws a pick or is a fumble or something no now no, in college him. though like this was a second half player and this whole stoic thing like he could throw five interceptions in the first half and not get rattled. So just wait till the third quarter and the fourth quarter. I really think he will turn the corner. And to answer your question,
5: I think it could be one play when we know. Yeah. We're like, oh, well that's it. Field, we gotta go with field. We can't keep that well, going. will position, he ever get you know? that opportunity? Matt Nagy has come out repeatedly, even now. If he's healthy, Andy's a starter. If he's healthy, Andy's a starter. If he's healthy, if he's healthy it's like a it's like a drum we can bank on it, You know what I mean? So, so what, will he, he what ever does get... he have? have
3: to do to to overturn that? I don't drum?
5: know if there's anything he can do. I mean obviously winning helps.
7: Win.
3: If they beat Cleveland, it's going to be hard
5: to yank him. I agree. But Matt Nagy will sit there at that press conference and say, Justin Fields played incredibly, but Andy Dalton's not Like, you almost want to bank on it. I don't know if he can... It'll be too much. Isn't it weird? Like, it's not as if
6: Dalton has been there for three years and he's had the great history. Dalton's been there for 20 minutes. If he beats (laughs) Cleveland, and it's a big if, and he plays well... And he goes. Well, actually, Andy's better now. We're gonna go with him. It's torches, It's torches. They, even if
4: they beat Cleveland ten to nine, <laughs> right? And, he, and he's and, shaky. He's shaky. It's yeah. like, all right, this is our guy. What if okay. they
6: lose ten to nine and he's okay? Still, still. still. I, what are we going back to? Please. Joe Montana. <laughs> That's <a good laughs> the question. Exactly. Joe
3: Montana on the show.
9: I know. Wow. <laughs> you
3: <knew. laughs> on the program today? Do you really think? Let's say he doesn't have a great game, and of course yeah. we're all behind him. This is the let's hope so. Late. We need we hope it. hope he crushes it and crushes the Browns. It just has a nice showing. Sorry, Browns fans, love you too. are yeah. my Super Bowl choice. Uh, De, de, I mean I was asking because I just to Browns, just ad-lib. Like, oh the Chicago Bears fans yeah are they you think if he has a bad showing they're gonna jump on him the Bears fans
6: no I don't are they think they embrace fans will. him
3: like the Bears fans like, hey, this is the. No this wrong, right? again
6: oh this is their Messiah like this is a old. <laughs> I understand old,
3: but like in New York You know what I mean? It's different. The Chicago market that's so desperate for a quarterback Mm -hmm. to get this done, if he has a bad game, what does that look like for
6: him? Nerves a little bit. Like, a little bit of nerves. But then it'll be like, should have started him against Cincinnati. They'll go after the coaches. They they want nothing to do with with Nagy and Pace right now, which is unfair. But they will blame everything on them.
4: Davis Mills is starting his first career NFL game. He has a third-round pick out of Stanford. So, Wanted to have some fun with that and do a little mixed bag trivia. It is about other rookie quarterbacks making their NFL debuts over the course of their careers. All right? Could be legends. Could be recent ones. Here are the themes. And these are some of the players' faces. You're seeing Kyler had a big one. Cam had a big one. Carson Wentz did. Andrew Luck had a big rookie debut. The categories are thus. It is quarterback debuts from yesteryear. It is quarterback debuts of quarterbacks who are playing still today. Then it is the mixed bag trivia Oh, that one choice. seems intriguing. Be, Maybe I'll take anything. that one. Okay, you can take that one. It could be anything. <laughs> Go ahead. It might be questions about
6: Then R- I get your question, and then how am I supposed to do that?
4: It could be questions about Rihanna. That's oh how much boy. it could be. We oh love boy. Rihanna,
6: Victor. Um,
5: Rihanna's great. That makes two. That makes four of us. <laughs> That's it. We're That's fans. Four, <laughs> four billion. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Victor, you can choose. Do you want yesteryear, do you want today, or do you want the mixed bag trivia?
5: You know what? I'm a bit of a regal guy, throwback guy, so I'm regal. going with yesteryear. Yesterday. Oh, yesterday.
4: Let's go yesteryear. Victor, this NFL quarterback turned broadcaster, threw for 320 yards, two touchdowns, and threw a 88-yard touchdown pass in his first ever NFL start. Was it A, your former quarterback, Eli Manning, who is now on Monday Night Football? Is it B, Matt Hasselbeck? Is it C, Robert Griffin? Or is it D, Tony Romo.
5: I'm going with well, Eli stunk it up early, so it wasn't. <laughs> nope. Say <Stand> it louder. There's <laughs> yeah, nothing I wouldn't say to his face, by the way. Um, I'm going to go and say, I'm going to say RG3. 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 <laughs>
4: Correct answer is Robert Griffin. The Good
6: job, Vic. Good job. An
4: 88-yard touchdown do, pass to Pierre Garcon in his first he ever going. career start. This was in the Superdome. Washington goes in there. They beat the Saints. This is with Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVeigh at the Levers. Pierre Garcon scores that touchdown. 320 yards and two touchdowns in his first ever career start. Remember this move? The griffoning. Griffining. This was a thing a, for like a
6: moment. Uh, uh, sit the, in Times Square and griffin. Yeah, That's what was, people there do. There take There
4: was the there was
6: the salsaing, oh, no. and then there was the griffoning. Yeah, planking, owling. owling. You put it on photo bucket, it kills.
5: <laughs> oh, no, owling remember. is wild.
6: Owling, you sit wild. there like an owl. Like you perch owl. on yeah, a bike rack absolutely. and like an owl. <laughs> it's so...
5: <laughs> Like, the, like what?
3: What do you do? Yeah,
5: like a gargoyle. Like Wait, you're an owl
3: on a perch. Google owling owls owls right now.
5: But that's how owls sound. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so
3: what kind of shade was that in me that I don't run in? I'm not cool because I don't run into owls in these I'm owl streets. Owl. Owling
6: <laughs> was a thing. I'm I remember Dwight Howard was owling. <laughs> That's
3: right. That's right. It was. That animal it was. Print or desert camo. Talk to me. What uh, are we even talking about? It's a like?
5: mix of
6: both. Oh, I'm ready it? for war, Kay. Okay, i for I don't right. know if
3: you're Clearly. ready for
5: war. I'm ready for war, okay? You look great. You're one for one. You got the perfect right. You're one for one, yeah. <laughs> I will
3: go rookie quarterback debuts of present day. Okay. okay. Live in the now. Let's do it. Live
4: in the now. Live in the moment. This current NFL quarterback started his first NFL game in week 17 of his rookie year, Mm -hmm. only to not take a single snap in the playoffs that season. So he gets the start week 17, and they're like, you know what, we're going to go with someone else in the playoffs. Was it A, Ben Roethlisberger, B, Kirk Cousins, C, Patrick Mahomes, or D, Jared Goff?
3: I think it's Patrick Mahomes, just because I know Alex Smith was there, and he took his team to the playoffs four times in his Kansas City Chiefs tenure. I I believe one of those was with Patrick, and I can see him coming in in relief of Alex Smith in Week 17.
4: Don't ever second guess yourself, Kay. Live in the moment. Right. You are correct. It is C. Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Mahomes two. plays in week seventeen two of his rookie two. year. And they're like, who is this guy? Threw it all over the yard. Went twenty-two of thirty-five for two hundred and eighty-four yards. The Chiefs scored two rushing touchdowns mm-hmm. that day and a defensive touchdown. Mahomes leads Kansas City on a game-winning fourth-quarter drive. Mm. They beat the Broncos twenty-seven to twenty-four in what was really
6: a meaningless week
4: seventeen Do you that game.
6: game. He threw one across his body. Oh, yeah. We talked about it a ton because Peter was freaking out.
3: <laughs> I freaking remember out. the freaking yeah. out, which helped me with my answer. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, Do you remember that game that like, was yesterday? Yeah,
4: because it? he threw one that he was looking this way and he's a rookie in his first start and threw it that way and yeah. it was like, yes. what is that? What is that? And Alex Smith that. has I've talked about it.
6: it. He's like, we knew. He was doing that no-look stuff in practice. Like, we knew.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Alex Smith, of course, goes in and plays in the playoffs, which I believe was a disastrous loss to <laughs> the, <laughs> the Titans when Darrell Revis had the interception. Oh, it dropped the interception, game. And Mariota caught it and that, went yeah. in. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
6: Crazy game. That's awesome. Wow. Also, wow. let's
5: be clear. Week 17, it might be a meaningless game for the team. Oh, I know. But I'm it was sorry. Patrick Mahomes' Super Bowl. I missed you know the stand.
4: Like, of, 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 uh, of course, of course,
6: of course.
5: Peter, mixed bag.
6: What do we got? Go,
4: mixed bag. Kyle, Peyton Manning's NFL debut was actually a 24-15 loss to Dan Marino's Dolphins awesome. in September right. of 1998. Okay. I ask you, who hosted and was the musical guest of SNL's premiere episode the same month? that Peyton Manning debuted. SNL premiere 98. Is it Cameron Diaz and the Smashing Pumpkins? Okay. Is it Nathan Lane and Alanis Morissette? Is it David Spade and
6: Eagle Eye Cherry? Or is it Paul Rudd and Big Pun and Fat Joe? Big, Big Pun guy. Uh, big pun. We know that. It's not them. We always try to save tonight, Peter, but we, I don't think Spade made his SNL return with Eagle Eye Cherry. What, I, what you've gotten me on this before is you sneak in the season premieres, which are have a bigger prestige Ooh, yeah. for SNL. Totally I think I
3: just saw Kim Kardashian yeah,
6: is as hosting a premiere really? or something. Yeah, I think I saw that. So, I think with respect to— Her and
3: Lauren Michaels and- were seen at a hotel, at a hotel in L.A. I'll tell about you about it later. I love so.
6: that. That's uh, with respect to Nathan Lane uh, and his talents, I don't think he's a season premiere type caliber. So I'm going Cam Diaz, who was massive in 98, coming off something about Mary. That's, that's the answer.
4: It, it, first of all, David Spade and Eagle Eye Cherry were a co-host in musical pairing that awesome. season. They really were. That's not the premiere. The premiere was Cameron Diaz and Smashing wow, Pumpkins. Three for three Cameron the Diaz. Board.
3: Wow, we never. This never happened. We're
4: three for three. Appeared in a parody of The View and was later featured in a skit with the Ladies Man. Oh, no kidding. Tim Meadows. That's great. Smashing Pumpkins performed "Perfect" in that album.
3: <laughs> oh, wow. And then
4: they made a cameo in, uh, in a Night at the Roxbury skit, of course, because Dan Acker and Steve Martin showed up for the premiere. They were doing the Roxbury or their old Wild and Crazy Guys. Wild and Crazy Guys were with the Roxbury. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. Farrell, Chris Catan. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it. All right, guys. 2015, the first and second overall picks of the 2015 NFL draft, they squared off in Week One. Okay. All right. It's Mariota versus Winston. Mm-hmm. I ask you, Jameis Winston's first career pass attempt. What happens on this play? The choices are A, Mike Evans, 70. Three-yard touchdown pass on Jameis' first pass as a pro. B. Mm. Doug Martin, the Muscle Hamster, 70-yard touchdown. He doesn't
3: touchdown have to be pass. called that, Triggs. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not Love even the Muscle that. Hamster.
4: It's Doug. Don't call me the Muscle Hamster. <laughs> it's Doug. You don't
3: pick your own nickname, <laughs> Martin.
6: <laughs>
4: Cody sends a ball with a pick six. Ooh. Or Cortland Finnegan off the edge with a strip sack. Victor, we'll go with you first. What happens in Jameis' first career pass attempt?
5: This is tough, but I'm going. Uh, I'm going strip sack here. I I feel like, you know, the first pass didn't probably go the way he wanted. I'm going Cortland Finnegan. Strips out. That
3: agitator, Cortland Finnegan. Uh, I will say, I feel like if it was a Mike Evans touchdown, I'm going to say it's Doug Martin 73-yard touchdown.
6: Love the muscle hamster. I would love to say it's the muscle hamster because of how much I love the muscle hamster. But I I will go, uh, Peter... C-O-T-Y, Coty Sensiba, for that a pack of sacks. I take no
4: joy in this, but let's go to Andrew Catalan, who was on CBS's call for the completion of, or not so oh, completion, no. of Jameis Winston's first career pass. Take it away,
9: Andrew. Third down and three for Tampa Bay.
7: Jameis's yeah. first pass intercepted. Sensaba to the house! Touchdown Titans!
3: Coty. 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 Yeah. Coty. That's a harbinger
0: of things to come, as they say. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want... You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap, fresh, green, Irish shop. Now at a store near you.
1: L A S I K LASIK.com.
2: Have you been thinking about LASIK, but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start.
1: L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com.
2: Snag a job
9: is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. Hey guys! Hello, friends! Hi,
6: everybody! Hi. I uh, am in an amusement park kind of mood. I feel like I'm in one today. I just had a churro, and my girlfriend and I sat for a couple's caricature drawing. It was awesome. Why well, am I thinking about amusement parks? Because I feel like right around this time of the season, as you get cooking, there's some quarterbacks who are living in one. They go up, 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 and we get so excited, and then there's the inevitable whoa down the drop. And I think after a really impressive week one win, Raiders quarterback Derek Carr put it perfectly.
0: I said to after ESPN after the game, I was like, it feels like my career. It's just <laughs> it's like, yes, crap. <laughs> I was like, gosh dang. <laughs> um, you know, but you know, we, we won the game, man. You know, and it, it feels so good. It really does.
6: We had a yes, crap, gosh dang. And there's a lot of quarterbacks around that spectrum. So I thought we would put them in a little bit of a club. Sort of the buckle up, hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times club. And a new segment we are calling it The Roller Coaster Club. So let's go to the amusement park. Peter, quickly, what was your childhood amusement park? Uh, Six Flags Great Adventure
4: in
5: New Jersey. The Scream Machine, my first Hey,
4: Adams, where'd you go? Six
3: Flags Great America, the demon. Yeah,
5: and Victor Cruz. I mean, I'm a Jersey guy. Six Flags all the way. King the car, new (laughs) ride. So each week we're going to track the ups and downs of these guys in the
6: club. So who's in the club? There's guys who are, they're always set, they're watching. There's guys who don't deserve to be in the club because they never go up. And then there's our guys. Let's roll the initial roller coaster club at whatever parks in Jersey or Gurney or yeah. wherever it may be. Let's take a look at this, guys. And let's start. Where should we start? Why don't we start right here? <laughs> Mr. Thursday Night Sam Darnold. Now, Sam Darnold's got a thing going on right now where he's kind of like the old wooden coaster in the sense that you're like, this is impressive, this is likable. Is this thing just going to collapse? Am I going Is this on safe? this? <laughs> Am I safe committing to this ride? Like, are the people running this ride to be trusted with my safety? Are they <laughs> following the rules? Uh, maybe I just might want to sit here a little longer and watch other people go on this ride because it looks like it's rusted and corroded and everything. All American, but I'm not quite sure yet. Um, another one, though. A better one. Look who's right up here on top of the mountain. Look at Derek Carr having the time. Now, there's a drop coming. I don't know how that's going to go, but Derek Carr is having the best time ever at amusement park. He's got all kinds of food. He's making out in line. He's doing all the fun things. He's got a perfect name. Carr He's right in the front. I'm getting heavy log flume vibes from Derek Carr. I'm out in front. Everybody in. Let's go. This is going to be fun. The problem is if you do the log flume early, you spend the rest of the day at the park soaking wet, and you get that chafing. It's just a nightmare. So I I hope we don't have time. that, but let's go to a regular. Let's go to a roller coaster club Hall of Famer. It is this gentleman right here, Mr. Kirk Cousins of yeah. the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins' vibe is up. Big into the games. He's over in the games. Uh, he wants to win that SpongeBob so badly. So bad. It's worth $30. He will drop $200 trying to win it. And there's this sense of like, I just need one more try. Just this, one more. Is this basketball room regulation? It's weird. Why? It's weird. It's almost like they've collapsed it to the size of a golf ball and the ball won't go in. Just give me one more toss. Kirk, we've given you a lot of tosses. Just one more. Kirk, let's find out if we can go a little bit up higher. Now, this is the best one. This is the best. Look who's right, look upside who right down. Here. I got James Literally James is upside up there, down. It, could that be more Jameis? Uh, Jameis is uh action park. Peter, tell us what action park well, is. Uh, action park. Oh, and, boy. <laughs> it had some irregular roller coasters without any, uh, I guess you could say, permits. Sure. Being they call it class action park. It's so fun. It's way more fun than the other parks because it's totally unregulated. <laughs> Jameis Winston. You know what Jameis is? Jameis is that beautiful multicolored slide with the burlap sacks. You go down yeah. and you're saying, wow, this is so fun. This is all American. But geez, the thing is scorching hot the second you sit down on it. It's completely under padded and then it drops you off into that woefully undercushioned landing that's area. The Alpine slide? Yes. <laughs> I think that's Jameis, guys. I hope we get more of this up here next week. But lastly, I can't end without doing Daniel Jones. I, I have to do it. Daniel Jones is the guy on the roller coaster with his camera, like trying to go viral. But oops, he dropped the camera and went viral for the other reasons. He's kind of a Ferris wheel. It's always either up or down. It keeps going. And sometimes the Ferris wheels break. We hope it breaks all the way up at the top with Daniel Jones. So, guys, we may add players to the roller coaster club. We may take them out. In the meantime, I'm going to go at my face on the cover of Sports Illustrated at the amusement park.
3: We'll see you next week. Our next guest, Hall of Famer, needs no introduction. He's a four-time Super Bowl champion, a two-time MVP, one of the greatest clutch players in sports history. I cannot believe that we've had him on the show once, twice, maybe three times now. The pride of Notre Dame fighting Irish Hall of Famer, Joe Montana. Joe, welcome to the show. What's up, Joe?
10: Yeah. Good morning. How's everybody?
3: Joe Great. Good we love morning. having you. It's great to see you. Yeah. Hopefully sometime in person soon. Uh, we will talk football yeah. with you in a minute. But you're here on behalf of something near and dear to my heart. Beer. Guinness. <laughs> Guinness. You recently <laughs> teamed up with them to shoot a commercial. Tell me about the partnership.
10: Yeah, no, it's been great. You know, Guinness uh, has partnered with, um, you know, my alma mater, at Notre Dame. And um, you know, they're just out announcing a couple things. You know, we have a new commercial coming out. That's celebrating that, hey, um, you know, we've all come a long, long way together. And that now, you know, the good things are back in our grasp again. And it's time to go out and celebrate. And they're celebrating because they're opening a new tap room. um, Only the second one in the U.S. uh, in Chicago. Uh, They just announced it yesterday. And um, some of those good things are happening this week in Chicago. You know, they got Notre Dame, Wisconsin, and part of that Shamrock Series. And um, they're going up there and um, they're going to be a part of showing why chicago is so great and this tap room will be a part of that celebration uh there'll be great beers in there uh great experiences that you can only get in chicago and also you know the good old irish one from ireland also will be in there but uh um yeah this is this is something that's great to be a part of it's uh it's been a great partnership with us and And, um, you know, I I fell in love with Guinness many years ago when I was in Ireland. So um, it's been great being a part of this, and especially with the connection with Notre Dame.
4: It's really cool, and it's so great to have you as the ambassador for Guinness. And you're also an ambassador for the 49ers. And we look at their team now, Joe, Mm -hmm. and Jimmy Garoppolo is the incumbent. He's been named the quarterback one. He started the first two games. And yet they went ahead and drafted Trey Lance third overall. Let's go back to your career. 1987, Joe Montana, one of the best players in the league, all the rings, going on to be one of the most successful quarterbacks ever. And yet the 49ers still went ahead and acquired Steve Young. What was it like in that locker room? What was it like knowing that you're the man, but Steve Young is looming and they did go out and get him.
10: Um, I, I think one of the things that, you, that you concerned you a lot, you know, especially with me early, was you know I just had a back injury and uh, they were concerned about whether I was going to be able to play or, or how long I could stay healthy um, after that. And, you know, I think teams have to have a player that can come in and play, um, whether it's a you know, a draft choice or going and, and getting trading for someone like Steve. And uh, makes a lot of sense because they, you know, they got to protect the organization. And, you know, that's just the way it is now, with, you know, with um, with Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy... It has had trouble, you know, staying healthy so far and, you know, this is protection, not just for, um, you know, the team, but the organization and and to have them continue to win that you've got to be able to have somebody that can step in there and play. And obviously they weren't happy with the backups that they had. Um, So this makes a lot of sense.
6: Joe, what doesn't make sense is a 44-year-old quarterback throwing five touchdowns <laughs> this past weekend and the world just kind of saying, yeah, whatever, no big deal. We as a show are battling against the normalization of what Tom Brady is doing because it is not normal. He's 44 and looks like an MVP. What are your thoughts on his performance so far this year? And can he actually play to 50, or is this some sort of Paul Bunyan myth? What do you think?
10: No, I think he can play to you. The rules have changed to the point where you you know you don't have to worry about those big hits, and so the injury part of it was really, you know, I I, I played till 38 or nine, I can't remember, and um, but it's just can you stay healthy and stay on the field? And I I had to get out mainly because I I'd, I'd had another concussion, and I started looking at my you know I had four kids, and I still wanted to be active with them, and as long as this as long as he keeps playing the way he is, I don't see any reason why he can't. You know, it's not like he's a running quarterback. He's a pocket guy. And uh, he's going to stay in there as long as that arm hangs in there. I don't see any reason why he can't. Except for his wife. I
5: was telling the... Uh, no, Joe, I was telling the lovely uh, the lovely people here, my lovely co-host here, about how I turned on the TV for the first time to watch some football, and the San Francisco 49ers were on there, and all I kept hearing was, Manning, to- I mean, um, I'm sorry, not Manning, Eli, he's getting his number retired this weekend, nice. all I heard was, Montana to Rice, Montana to Rice, Montana the Rice, and I was like, who are these people? And they <clears> must be really, really good. So what was it that made you and Jerry's relationship and chemistry so special, and who do you see in the league right now as a duo that shares that same connection that you? You two had.
10: Well, it, Jerry's a special guy. I mean, it, it, I, unfortunately for John Taylor, who was another pretty special guy, that uh, um, Jerry just had a unique ability to get behind people, and you know, not he had good speed. But he didn't have great speed, but he just had a knack of being in the right spot and ran tremendously uh great routes so it was easy to read as a quarterback and we got on the same page pretty fast uh luckily for me I just I always tell him he came along too late in my career we'd have had a lot more fun if he if he would come along a little little bit earlier but um there's well you know you know when when you the quarterback reads the body of of um the receiver and when you have, he had this ability just with his body to be able to tell you, okay, I know where he's going. It's time to let go of the ball. Because a lot of times you have to throw the ball early. And um, to have that ability in a receiver, in, um, like I said, it's sad for John Taylor because there were so many times we ran like du- dual double routes on both sides. And I'd go, oh, John Taylor, John Taylor. Ah, Jerry Rice. <laughs> so I look over there and John Taylor wide right <laughs> over <laughs> and So, <laughs> and I'm going. I'm sorry, JT. I'm he's going. No, no, no problem. He never, never complained about it. So, but uh, what a! I had a great, great pair. It's, it's hard to say. You, you know, Tom's always got some. Yeah. Well, Tom's always got some great guys down there. I mean, I think that's part of the the reason that you know they're being successful too. He's got guys that are playing well for him on the outside, and you know, it makes it easy on the quarterback when you have uh, guys like that and yourself. Would you know? Like, what have taken you any day?
4: Nice.
5: I
10: I can die a happy man. I'm freaking out. Joe Montana
4: saying that.
5: Jeez. I'll take it.
3: Joe, thank you so much for being on the show, for stopping by. Good luck with everything with Guinness and your fighting Irish this weekend. And please stop by anytime.
10: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good one, and ladies.
3: Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower,
2: You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new?